0: Uh, National Football League week three. There's a lot of things. Our good friend Sam Aguavin in that Dolphins game had four sacks. How about that? Uh, Obviously, a good friend of ours, Sam Aguavin. He only had four sacks career in three seasons in the CFL here. He had four in one game for the Miami Dolphins. So he's not just a special teams demon for the Dolphins. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, It is. Welcome, everybody. Welcome inside. Make yourself at home. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show, and we are coming to you from the bunker out here. The uh, Mercedes bunker. (laughs) Did you get that sold yet, Moose, in the last 24 hours?
1: (laughs) Working on it. it.
0: But no, I did not. Uh, Really big show, really big show today. We've got the uh, television voice of the Winnipeg Jets, Dennis Bayak, going to join us. Talks in NHL. I got them uh, second in the Central Division coming up this upcoming NHL season. And in our quick six show topics, I have a very delicious hockey question for the viewers and you, Darren. So get ready for that. Put your thinking cap on, as they say. All right. And Sportsnet's Arash Madani will be joining us as well to talk about, uh, I would think, all things Blue Jays. That's coming up in hour two. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, I'm just going to jump in with one comment. And then go back to what I was going to talk about. And it's the comment relates to some of my show topics here. But Andre Corbe, watching on YouTube, and I don't know where he is. Let us know where you're at, Andre. He says, I'm so done with the CFL after yesterday. It was just the last straw on a league. I already was at the point that I didn't give a you-know-what-about-it anymore. And I guess it has to do with COVID stuff. I don't know. But I see Norway's chime in and everybody else. But that's not – this isn't viewer takeover. This is Quick 6. So let's hit it, please, Director Jordan and producer Clark, whoever hits it back there. And hopefully we come about with some topics that you'd like to discuss here in this segment. Number one, Monday Night Football Saints over the Jaguars, 23-21, preseason edition. I didn't get to watch as much Moose as I would have liked because I was doing the podcast, the Offside Hockey podcast, Talking Hockey, and that was amazing. But... I did look up and I saw Trevor Lawrence running for his life and uh, interesting stat, the number one overall pick quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars was pressured on 41.7% of his dropbacks last night, which was basically every snap. And he was running for his life. Sometimes he took off on third down and he laughed about that, but he didn't do much last night at all. And I was just watching it from a Jaguars perspective. And then They've got three of their starting five offensive linemen for the Jaguars last night were backups. They weren't even playing their ones. It's highly interesting, and we could spend a long time on how NFL coaches are dealing with their vets versus rookies in this NFL preseason this year with just three games. We talked it a little bit with, about it with Mo Agger in Cincinnati yesterday. I'm not sure there's a right or wrong answer, but you're putting your number one pick behind that O-line? He's not going to last. And now you see why Gardner Minshew is the one that so many are calling for to start for the Jaguars. It's like, let's just throw Gardner Minshew to the Wolves until this O-line figures it out. He's expendable, clearly. Trevor Lawrence is not. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah, I know what was going on the, on the other side of the field with the Saints, and famous Jameis had a pretty good night. Really good night, actually. 9 of 10, 123 yards. He threw two touchdowns in the first quarter alone. The game was over by the end of the first quarter, if you're keeping score. And then Taysom Hill was okay. They were both okay. They both threw in triple digits yardage. The Saints are going to be fine. That wasn't what I was tuning in for in Monday Night Football last night. It was the Jaguars and we were talking about this in the morning meeting over coffee and you didn't think Trevor Lawrence looked good at all, but how could he, how could he? I know
1: when he's running all night long, I feel sorry for the kid. I know. And, and it was really tough for him. I mean, that's your number one pick. That's the number one pick. He's your franchise. I like the idea of playing Gardner Minshew out of the, out of the blocks to start the season, you know, get this offense rolling a little bit, get everybody healthy. um, Let him get his feet underneath him a little bit, Trevor Lawrence, but, I mean, when he took off in the third quarter and got the first down and then took that hit with three or four Saints players, I'm like, these are not the hits you want your quarterback taking in the preseason, not your franchise player. And I thought he, yeah. he did okay moving the ball at times. I mean, he had over 100 yards in the football game, um, but had trouble finishing drives and, and just far too often, you know, got himself into second down and third and long just because he didn't have enough time. But if you can't give a young quarterback time, there's no way he's going to be able to grow and develop. I think you really have to put him in positions to succeed. They didn't do that enough last night. Well, I enjoyed Monday night football. It was the pump, the circumstance, preseason or not. So many
0: leagues are like, oh, it's just preseason. We're not going to dress it up. Not the National Football League. And that's what makes them the NFL. It was, it was playoff-worthy coverage last oh, night yeah. with the number one crew. And uh, I enjoyed it. Moving on. Oh, and by the way. I asked where the gentleman Andre was from, very French sounding name. He says he's in Calgary Moose. Okay. And he is a former fan of the Eskimos, he said. He's former. upset. That's what he said. Yeah. And then James, watching in Borden, Manitoba, says, please, no COVID Karens today. Uh, don't worry, James. You and I, you're, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm not going to spend much time on it because I'm moving on. Question point two. You can pick one current NHL goalie to win you one game. Let's just say you're going into, not the Olympics, because then that would mean nationality. Just one game to win. You can have any goalie. Who is it? Like it almost would be a poll question. Yeah. The correct answer, of course, is Andre Vasilevsky from the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. But if I may... As I was thinking about this this morning, coming up with this question, do you remember during the season we were having the Vezina discussion? Yeah, that's right. And right. I said then, there's only one guy that's going to win the Vezina. It's Mark andre Fleury. And we even had NHL pundits on here. No, 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 no. No, it's Vasilevsky. Mm. Who won it? Yeah, it was Fleury. I'm almost sometimes ready to just fold up this microphone, put it away, and go... Clean pools or something for a living because it's like I'm right most of the time, and everybody jumps on me at the time. And then when I'm proven right, nobody comes back and goes, Damn it, you were right. Yeah, no. They never do. I'm oh, kind of well, getting, ta- getting tired of it. So, can you please write in with the comments? One game, who you taking? The correct answer is Andre Veselsky, not even the flower. And I love the flower. I'm not taking him. No, nor are
1: Canada's team the Vegas Golden Knights. Clearly. I'm sure you agree. Carey Price would be up on my list, too. I'm not sure he's healthy. Yeah, we're not. It's right now today. We're playing the game tonight. We're not sure. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, trust me, I'm like racking my brain here trying to find are. another answer.
0: Funny thing is you're not taking any Leaf goalies, which is not lost on me.
1: No, you noticed that, hey? <laughs> Um, I need a second. You know, I really don't know. It's not that easy. It's not an easy question. I just don't know. Dylan Spicer is watching in Nova Scotia. (laughs) Says they
0: jump on you, Rod, because they know you're right. I would take Hellebuck. Okay. I'm not sure there's necessarily a wrong answer to this question. But I'm still taking Andre Bezaleski if I can. Uh, Rick Resenthaler chiming in on YouTube. Tuning in from the break room at Canada Post. Glad to have you, Rick. And I know that you're a hockey fan. Who's your number one goalie? And don't pick an Oiler goalie. You can't. You can't. You can't. Jack Fulton in Alberta says, Damn it, you're right, Roddy. About what? Which of the several topics today am I right about? Yeah. I want to know who the goalie is. And... I'm okay. I'm okay with the Hellebuck discussion. He won the Vezina two years ago. Trust me, I'm good with that. My cousin Chris is watching in Medicine Hat. She says, Carey Price, but I'll say it again. We're playing tonight. He's got to be healthy. I don't think Carey Price is ready to go. As a matter of fact, did they not say that he's going to miss the first six weeks? Mm-hmm. JH on YouTube says, Vazzy all
1: day. There's only one right answer. Like we haven't even had enough, enough suggestions to have a poll question. <laughs> no. Like I'm waiting for we some other three. suggestions. Connor, like Carter Hart might've entered my, cut a, cut a hot. but he didn't have such a great year. Cut hot, i hot. Um, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm really trying to rack my brain. Mark Andre Fleury would be my other guy today, not Carey Price. Probably Mark Andre Fleury would be the only guy okay. I would challenge for that right now.
0: Let's keep going. Let's wade into the muck here. Uh, b- by virtue of that, I mean more of the warm-up as I move into point three. And the warm-up is brought to you by Eco Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, Ecole Electric. Let's get to work. Uh, the Blue Jays lost 2-1 to the White Sox. Where did the roof fall in on the Blue Jays? How did,
1: how did it happen? How did I miss it? I'm going to get up. And go take that off the wall because they're not getting to 100 oh, wait a wins. They won. Doesn't matter. Thanks, Clark. I had it written backwards. They're still Doesn't not getting matter. to they're 100 wins. They're
0: still done. They're not getting to 100 wins. They're not getting to the playoffs. Arash Medani will be with us next hour to talk about that. Why did I? must be dyslexic. Point four. Kirill Kaprizov won't go to KHL Moscow. Niet. And our content creator, Nelson Voe, God love the kid, and you know that I love him. He said, Rod, can you, this was a couple weeks ago. Can you talk about Kirill Kaprizov? Because this is a big deal. And uh, it would make a good YouTube segment and Twitter your thoughts on this. I'm like, why? He's not going. I don't want to talk about it. And if he wants to go, let him go. But he's not going. So if you remember, I didn't talk about it. So I, how long has Nelson been on staff? Yeah. You know, how long, I'm asking you,
1: how long's he been on staff? I can't remember his hire date, but it's, it's not a year. Not even close. Is it even no. six months? No, m- maybe getting close. Yeah. I think we
0: should put on the wall a sign. Rod does the talking, you do the watching. He was never going to Russia. Who goes to Russia? I know he'd been there four years before he came to the National Hockey League and did great things. It was just a tactic. You know, you know that, right?
1: And I'm not sure it even necessarily worked, because he hasn't signed yet, has he? No. And now that it's come out, I got the notifications too that it says he won't sign, that they offered him a deal and he won't sign it. It does that not swing the leverage back to Minnesota? Like a now, little bit. Now they go to the the negotiating table and say you don't really want to go, because oh. they kind of said if you're not like the reports I believe are that he turned down contracts with 9 million average value. Yeah. Like big deals. And they're just okay. Like toying with him, tempting him to go. And if he hasn't gone and now this comes out, now they can go back to the negotiating table and say, look at, you're not actually leaving. So take the deal. Or if this was Harvey Specter, he'd say the last deal, it doesn't exist anymore. The new one is 10% less. Right. Uh, so Yeah. He
0: was never going to Russia.
1: I'm moving on. I'm enjoying the
0: comments. I'm getting, you are pulling me into the cesspool. You viewers, everybody into the cesspool. For instance, they're talking about the goalie thing. John Kirby in Edmonton says, I would take Mike Smith, LOL. But that's just because you're an Oiler <laughs> fan, right? Um, Producer Clark says, it's Vazzy, Hallibuck, Carey Price, or The Flower. He says, maybe John Gibson on a better team than the Ducks. I know, but it's not about the team they play on. It's about which goalie's the best. You can be a crappy goalie. You can be a great goalie on a crappy team. But you, we can see who's the good goalies, right? Yeah. And John Gibson would be up there. But what a wonderful, what a wonderful question. John Gibson's going to get your ducks in the third place. Right. That's another one. Can we put those standings on the wall? <laughs> When Anaheim finishes in third place, I'm going to expect a lot of apologies.
1: We should actually print all those out and put them on the wall. I
0: got them in my book here. All right. Uh, Point five, this is me just dipping my toe in the cesspool of COVID in the Canadian Football League because EGA has written in and says, I'm done with the CFL too. And I don't understand what the problem is with people. But I never have figured out what's the problem with people. Like Mike Horrigan's watching in Toronto on YouTube. He says, the cesspool is nice and warm today, Roddy. Jump in. I can feel it. I can smell it. <laughs> the Flames and Stampeders now out of Calgary have required a proof of vaccination for fans to go to the games. What is the problem? I've seen the lefties... Or as you're looking at it, the lefties and the righties, they're chasing their tails so much, they don't even know what they're arguing anymore. Right? They've they've spun themselves right into into the ground. And one of the columnists on our website, rodpeterson.com, saying today, tens of thousands of empty seats at the Ryder games tells me that people are afraid to go to the games because of COVID. So we should have COVID vaccination passports in Saskatchewan. I'm like, no, no. They sold out the first game the home opener they've sold out the next game the labor day classic so two games in between weren't sold out that was a money thing not a covid thing people aren't afraid to go i don't think they're afraid to go uh then they're not going four out of five home games four out of five weekends with home games is too much that's why they're not selling out and then major fight in our Instagram comment section yesterday with former Jacksonville Jaguar, Indianapolis Colt defensive end, and Rough Riders great John Chick going going off about forced vaccinations and this and that. And it's just, I think we all overestimated how many people were going to get vaccinations here. And the reasons continue to be, you're not going to tell me what to do with my body, or I don't know what's in the vaccine. As a good friend of mine said, uh, I was talking yesterday. They said if you don't have a driver's license, you don't get to drive a car. You know how to drive a car, but if you don't have the license, you don't get to drive the car. Yes. It's pretty simple. Why are so many people getting their back up on this? If you're not vaccinated, you don't get to go to the games. Pretty damn simple. And pretty soon, you're not going to be able to travel and you're not going to be able to do a lot of things. And what I think is people just refusing to surrender. And you're going to start getting a lot of privileges taken away. I'm not telling you to go get vaccinated. You can do whatever the hell you want. But we're vaccinated fully and our lives are pretty damn good. Yeah, We're not missing out on anything. Nothing. So let's stop with the fighting. I'll say it again. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers showed the biggest nuts Of anybody, I don't care if the province of Manitoba was behind it, it was the Blue Bombers that made the statement, you need to be vaccinated to come to our games, end of story. We were there. Everybody was having a good time. No COVID outbreaks. And now there's a lot of pressure on the local pro football team here because they're not requiring proof of vaccination. As we sit here right now, one of two teams left. But this is what I know about the local football team here. They don't like to have anybody upset at them. And I think that's why they continue to sit on the fence and not make a decision either way. That's just my take, having worked there for 20 years and with the regime that's running the team now. They're too afraid to upset anybody. And when you do that, you upset everybody. And they're dealing with that muck today. So good luck with it. We're out of time, okay? I wanted to talk about the Indoor Football League expanding to Las Vegas. They named their team and their coach, good personal friend of ours, yesterday, and some NFL notes. But we got a break. This has been the warm-up. We'll be back with Dennis Bayak, the voice of the Winnipeg Jets in a moment. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio for Sudsful Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. you got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.